Have you ever wondered if your child's symptoms could be the sign of a clinical issue? Then you don't know where to go, who to turn to, and you're struggling. This is an episode you can't miss. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking to a mom who's been in our shoes, and she chose to use natural solutions to stop her child from ever being diagnosed. And guess what? He is thriving. Let's dive in. Welcome, everybody. This is It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Roseanne, and I'm Dr. Roseanne. And we have an unbelievable guest today who's going to be talking all about their journey into helping their child's behavior and brain only with natural solutions. And the coolest part about this whole journey is that this is a mom and a dad who trusted their guts and got ahead of a problem before it became a clinical diagnosis. And she's got a lot of important messages that we all need to hear no matter where you are on your journey. So welcome, Tiffany. I'm so excited that you are here and we're going to be talking about treating the symptoms, not the diagnosis because you prevented a diagnosis. And I am so grateful because this is a message of hope and healing that I think people need to hear because people are struggling. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I'm super excited. So let's just jump right in and talk about your son's story because he's still a little guy, um, which I love because a lot of times we ask for help from pediatricians, you know, uh, providers, even grandparents and friends. <laughs> and we go down roll roads that don't lead to your kids' behavior, getting better, them being happy, reducing stress, but you took charge. So talk about your son's journey and what brought you to today where he's really thriving. Well, I think it started about when he was about two, we started noticing, you know, he had a lot of energy. Um, there were some speech problems that he had, but we had been to the pediatrician. We even had a speech therapist look inside of his mouth, everything. So we, we kind of noticed a few uh, things going on there um, that were not typical for his age. Um, just a, a lot of extra energy as well. So that was a big red flag. And that's kind of like where it started. So, and Tiffany, like just for people to know, so he, you didn't have other kids. You're out and about and you're seeing him in comparison to other kids. And you're thinking, right. holy moly, this guy's got a motor on him. And, yes. you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was nonstop. It was yeah. like uh, we could not drain that energy enough. So, yeah, um, I know. I do love to run the kids, you know, like I'm always yeah. like, you know, we had a four year old here the other day. And I was like, run him up and down the hallway, run him up right. and down. Let's get going, you know, and he got tired. Well, Ethan would not. I mean, it was like either he was full throttle or he was, you know, in a deep sleep at nap time for four hours after. So it was, 
it was very, um, we noticed right away, like, okay, there, we cannot drain his energy enough. We even started swimming him in the morning before preschool. So we, we had started doing things, but we just weren't making any headway with that. And what were they seeing in preschool? Were teachers saying anything about yeah, his behavior? Yeah, they said, well, he has a lot of energy, but they were just trying to refocus because when they're two, it's kind of hard to tell. But that's really what we heard was just about the extra energy that he had. So, And then the pediatrician had also said not to worry about the speech. It will come. Everything will keep coming. And it was not. So then yeah. we were at... Two and a half, and my gut instinct was something is off. Something's not right. And everyone kept telling me, it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. You're just a new mom. So all of those things. And I wish I would have gone back and listened to that first instinct that I had. Yeah. Um, well, girl, it wasn't like you waited that long. I right. mean, you well, just, you <laughs> my intuition was like, wait a sec here. Something, you know, something's off, but I just didn't yeah. know what right. or where to look. And, the, and the delays kept happening, right? So everyone kept yeah. promising that it, he would catch up, but he didn't. Right. And then the speech, I, I was just, okay, we need to do something here. Because he was trying to talk, but the pronunciation was not happening at all. So, and it was starting to get very, very frustrating for him where he was literally like grabbing his mouth, wanting to say the words, but couldn't. And so, you know, we got a speech therapist and she even looked inside of his mouth and said, oh, everything's fine. Well, it turned out he had a tongue tie. So we found a great speech therapist and she instantly saw it. And we had that released, which released a lot of things going on inside of his body, which was an instant thing for him, which helped a lot. And also he was, um, when he wanted to run, he was wanting to run on his toes. And so that was also a sign that something wasn't going on right with his nervous system. That's right. Um, and so one of my friends, she had recommended going to a chiropractor. So that's kind of like where our journey began through this whole natural everything was through our chiropractor and instantly released him and he started walking on his heels. And so when I saw that and I saw the tongue tie being released, I saw all these things going on. I was like, okay, this is the beginning of something that we can help him become the best that he can be. <laughs> His fullest potential. And, yeah. you know, I think there's something so important. There's so many important things to unpack in like what you said, because, you know, you, you went for help, mm -hmm. right? Even though people told you it was fine. Right. The Number pediatrician, one. everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. And I wish more people, right? Because guess what? If they tell you it's fine and it's still not, can't just keep doing the same thing and expect a different outcome. And you, Tiffany, said, mm. and you went to a provider and it still wasn't fine. Right. So you said, I'm going to just ask around. Thank goodness you had a friend. You had friends to guide you in the right way. Yeah. Um, I think it becomes really hard and it's OK to Google things, people. I'm Google MD, too. You know, like you have to start pushing outside of your circle and start doing deep searches 
And I love that you saw some components of change and realized the road wasn't ending with that, that you kept pushing, which is, you know, how you got to me. And that um, gave me hope. That gave, that gave, um, us hope for, for Ethan. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, for sure. And, and with every step, it moved the dial. So you were like, okay, I'm going in the right way. You know, it's sort of like when you're hiking in the woods and those crazy arrows are there and then you, you follow an arrow and you're like, I don't want to go there. You don't keep going. You backtrack (laughs) and then you look for the other path and until you get where you want to go. And, and it maybe it's the Appalachian trail and it keeps going. I love that you did that. And so along the way in your journey, then he gets a little better, a little better. You know, you're probably getting positive feedback from school in some of the changes in some things. Yes. With it, with his speech and um, things like that. And, but also I want to add is that we started removing a lot of sugar out of his diet. So about two and a half. Yeah. That's right. When we started doing the chiropractic work, taking him at least once a week. And we still do that to this Good. day. Fully believe in that. And So we started messing around like with his diet, like, okay, what do we need to remove? You know, I have allergies. His dad has allergies. So naturally we were like, okay, let's, let's get him on a low sugar. So we tried keto. That wasn't exactly for us, but it did. We did see a night and day difference when we started getting rid of all the processed junk and all of the extra sugar and Started and, and and we and all that yeah. stuff, right? You got to high dense nutrient food. Like everyone right. always only hears getting rid of sugar and and um you know dairy and wheat, but they forget the other side of it. It's really right. focusing on food that is like brain food. Yes, and we, you know? we removed the gluten. We removed. Um, so we started with that, and then. To right now, to where we're at, we're dairy free, soy free. We even try to do low histamine fruits. We are doing a lot more in his diet, and it's unbelievable what a transformation diet makes. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It blows my mind. Yeah, literally. Yeah, if people would just take it seriously, I I really think there would be a lot of a lot of healing going on yeah, for, for many things. Yeah. I mean, not just yeah. for children. I mean, and you know, for those of you that listen and follow, you know, I do these QEG brain maps, which we're going to talk about. I don't have kids who don't have lots of brain inflammation. They have to be an unbelievably clean eater. And I'm not just talking a healthy eater, which means you're eating broccoli three times a week. We're talking about what Tiffany's talking about, you know, a true anti-inflammatory diet. So much healing can happen in the brain and body with everything, you know, wow. from arthritis to diabetes to, you know, autism, pans and pans. It's part of the journey. It will move the dial even when you think it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. So well, you started going deeper and deeper and deeper. And how did you, you know, and then you made some educational choices along the way too to better support him. Talk about that. Yeah. Um, so we started obviously getting in, him into speech therapy after his tongue tie release. Um, and then at that time, we just started surrounding ourselves with, with positive people <laughs> as much as we could find. And, um, 
with people that understood a little bit more than than the originally the school that he was at. So he switched schools and they really worked with us in a lot of things that he is doing now. So yeah. I mean, isn't it it's such a huge difference when you're with people I mean, obviously, you know, myself, I can't hang out with people who aren't like full on holistic because what am I going to talk to you about? You know, like, um, (laughs) like, and, you know, it's like, oh, you you know, you don't want to be the one being like, well, you know, wheat is really bad for you. No judgment against somebody else. This is me and my personal life, my social life. But it becomes harder to have people around you who throw things in your face. Like, why don't you magic medicate him? I remember one of my friends when Max was having a really hard time with his pants said, well, you know, you have money. Why don't you just put him in it in it? facility and institution. And I was like, what? I said, you've known me for years. Why would you even say that to me? And I thought to myself, holy moly, I guess I'm not really, that's not my people. And it wasn't like the worst of times. It was their viewpoint of the way kids should be. Um, and there was a cultural component there. They're a person from non-American who has a different viewpoint of kids' behavior. So, you know, we want people who are going to be with us on the journey, not throw roadblocks in our face. Not that everyone should never tell you things. Like some of my friends are like, you're do, you got to bring in the low histamine foods, you know, and things like that. So you want a synergistic component. And so being in a better educational environment, which isn't always easy, Tiffany. I mean, we've talked a lot about that. Oh, um, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we had the school recommend prescription. Yes. He was three. And actually, I could go back. It was probably even when he was two and a half. Well, you know, you need to really look into, you know, ADHD medication or or things like that um, to calm him down. And you were like, heck no. I was like, no, no way. We're not going to do that. So. So yeah. Well, and that probably I think for moms like you and me, and if anybody's ever heard the episode with Gail, all it does is just catapult you into, oh, I'll be damned and I'm going to do something better for my kid. Um, and thankfully, the research shows us that there are many evidence based natural solutions that actually change the brain. Don't just put a Band-Aid on it. So if you're listening and you're on meds, I don't want to sh- make you feel ashamed. I want to open your mind to the possibilities. Um, Because a a lot of times we have a provider who we think is guiding us in the right way until the symptoms don't actually get better or you get 14, you know, diagnoses, which I call the shopping cart syndrome, and you start not moving in the in the right direction. And so he's doing better. You get him in a better educational environment. I think one of the things I love about you is like you go deep. You said something those, that I those three a.m. Uh, Google search. <laughs> I know it's a time warning on my website <laughs> on a Saturday night at two a.m. I'm always like, just give us a call. I'm awake. But you said something to me that I swear we're going to do a whole campaign about sprinkle therapy. Oh yes, yes. And yeah. I think when you're going to hear this, it's just resonated so much. And you know, I don't have my we move my studio, I don't have my magic wand, but I'm going to do my magic wand. And so a lot of times because people are ill-advised as what they should do yeah. and then change happens in the brain, body and behavior with intensity. You can't just you know try something for one week 
even though my new neurotastic magnesium, hello, I try it one time and I can't even wake up. I'm so tired. Like it makes me sleep so deep. But again, in order to really produce lasting change, you need to do things with constancy. And so Tiffany said to me, I, I said, oh, somebody, you know, didn't only wanted to do like 20 sessions and they got this much better and they lost the potential of the other set of sessions. Plus, they didn't actually do anything else on my list because they were like, we want to see if this neurofeedback works. We don't want to try the magnesium. We don't want to try inositol and all the other things that I recommended. And Tiffany said, well, those are people who do sprinkle therapy. And I was like, oh, my God, I love it. I literally came out and was like, we're now referring to everybody who doesn't follow the treatment plan or believe <laughs> you can only do like 10 percent of it. And it's called sprinkle therapy. A little this, right. a little that kind of yeah. happened. And you really have gone deep. And I think the amazing part of that is, you know, Ethan is a child that would have could have easily been diagnosed with ADHD, maybe, maybe autism, maybe PANS. Maybe, who knows, maybe right. 17 other things as he got older. We don't know, right? Yeah. But even at two and a half, somebody was trying to push an ADHD label, which according to his brain, because we got to look at it, is not true. That was the big, the the biggest eye opener is when we came to see you and we did that and you came back and you were like, well, he does not have that. And I was like, are you kidding Right. Because that is what we kept hearing over and over and over. And oh, he's just got to get off the sugar. He's hyperactive or yeah. And it's, yeah. it's very and just regulated nervous systems, mm -hmm. you know, can look like on the outside ADHD. They can look a lot of things. So tell people, because you really are such a great role model of not just really pushing and following through, but continuing and realizing. You're not going to just stop with neurofeedback. You're going to keep going because you're like, what else should I do, Dr. Rowe? Which is my favorite, right? Because I don't believe one thing is the fixer. I believe no. they're synergistic. We have to look at the science, right? A lot of people won't touch diet first for me, and that's okay. But it is something you have to go to. Whether you want to accept it or not, you have to go it. That is how you get an advantage in your brain is by what you eat. Right. I Yeah. And I did not know any of this. If you would have asked me five years ago, I had no clue about any of this. So this is not like I come from a background with natural or holistic or anything. I, I had never even been to the chiropractor before this. So this has been all like self-taught. Yeah. I do believe like if you don't do the diet and you don't do other things, your body works as a whole. So how do you expect the brain to work and the behavior? Because the behavior is always an outward thing of what's going on the inside. Um, Tiffany, I couldn't set it better myself, my friend, because that <laughs> yeah. honestly is the truth. Who Most people don't know this. And, no, you know, I didn't know that. Right. And physicians, yeah. I'm going to say this if you never heard me say this. So only now are some physicians getting nutrition courses your physician has never had a course on nutrition unless they have gone out of their way to do functional work. And it is so uncommon. I, I guarantee you that less than 10% of physicians have had a course on nutrition. How can they talk to you about this, that, and the other thing? I mean, I've actually had pediatricians tell me that what you eat doesn't affect your behavior. <laughs> 
I don't even know how they can say that. I guess I they're just not in touch. I, I don't I'm know. Like, go eat some yeah. donuts and call me back and tell me how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to feel your best if you don't, you know, try that with avocado with some grilled chicken and then tell me how you feel. Cause you know, you're going to, you're going to feel really different. Right. right. So yeah. how did you get to me? It was pretty much, we had started to see other symptoms. I think I just kept digging deeper and I had heard something about neurofeedback. And so I wanted, I wanted to go to the best. I was like, I don't want to go somewhere where they don't know what they're doing or, you know, so I, I researched it and you came up on YouTube and I remember watching some of your videos and I was like, okay, I really think I would like to do this. But I, at the same time, I was like, okay, am I overreaching? Is this, is this kind of, is this too much neurofeedback, you know? And yeah. so I mean, um, it's a novel thing for you. Like you said, you're right. not trained. We're training the brain, you know, like what and is I knew nothing nobody's... about it. Yeah. yeah. And so it was very new to me. But again, I had talked to, I think it was my mom. She had mentioned one of her friends, um, her girl did biofeedback. And so, and she had really, really positive results with that. So it started, you know, clicking and I was like, okay. So I think the breaking point was, um, you know, he, he started having some sensory issues and things like that, that we just could not get him to stop doing. And so that's, I think that's when I picked up the phone. <laughs> and I, I think I was literally in tears from just leaving the school or something, something just made me pick up the phone and call you guys. And then next thing you knew, we were on a flight and, and now we've been doing neurofeedback for what is it been nine months almost? Like, yeah. And it's, it's been life changing, literally. Yeah. Um, you had said yeah. to me, you know, to, like you've done a lot of things. And what, how do you feel about neurofeedback? Obviously life-changing, but you yeah. feel that it was what? Like oh, just such a transformation. He is very sensitive. So any, any kind of protocol instantly when we started doing neurofeedback within the first week, he was calmer and happier. Um, naturally just always happy, but you could just tell he was truly happy and just seemed more regulated. And then I remember, and you know, and I do want to just say to people, everyone's response to neurofeedback is different. Mm -hmm. Most people have gradual symptoms, but young brains, kids under eight, their brains are way more responsive and open because I always explain it. It's sort of a dirt road. It's not the blacktop hasn't been set. The asphalt hasn't been set. So it's weight. There's more neuroplasticity. But then the second big thing is diet. So if the cleaner you eat an anti-inflammatory diet, if you're 80 or you're 18 or you're four, your brain is more flexible and it's just going to be easier to train. So um, he really did have like one of those kind of yeah. responses immediately, mm -hmm. you know, which is always so exciting, you know, it like, was, I know it was so exciting. Um, and, you know, we were, he was still like, we would try to, he, for example, like he would run into the street and these were safety issues for yeah. us and, and instantly stop doing that. Start listening, 
I remember uh, his his speech got clearer. I, yeah. Some of the protocols that we have done, it's like he wakes up and he's like just talking so much better. It it's truly amazing. And I then know. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a little bit clumped because we talk about him. You know, I know what an impact it's made in his life. So um, I'm really grateful. I know, make her cry. So. <laughs> but um, we do cry all the time because, you know, <laughs> it is amazing. And I think you you guys have done such an awesome job. We guided you, but you did the work. Thank so, you. Uh, it's, you know, I always tell you how proud I am of you guys. <laughs> so, um, but I know... The things you are doing are changing the whole trajectory of his life. Yeah. The whole trajectory is going to be 100% different. So uh, I, I just I just think that's amazing. I'm grateful to be a part of it, to be honest. Like, you know, yeah, I know all this stuff and I'm I'm but you guys did the work and he's he's like amazing, you know, oh, so yeah. but I think one of the things you you told me was about the teacher that stopped you. Yes. One so I'm going to be one of my all-time yeah. favorite oh. stories. Oh my goodness. So, I had dropped him off at school um and and you know, she had looked like she had been crying honestly and and she was like, "You know, Tiffany, I just want to let you know whatever you guys are doing, it is working. I have been in uh, a teacher in, in the school system for 30 years. And we have never seen anything like this, this big of a transformation in him. And I was like, thank you. Like that right there. And and other people have said that too, his chiropractor, he's never seen anything like this. Like the transformation in him is, is truly remarkable. I honestly... Well, it- I always think about, you know, a teacher stopping you, like <laughs> your instinct is like, oh, I know, right? Oh. <laughs> it's like, uh oh. And then for that lady to go out of her way, first of all, God bless her. Yeah. Okay. Like, because we don't stop enough to tell people nice things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, but to be recognized it, and there's more stories like that, you know, his the person who comes in, you know, to work with him at yes, school. Yes, the OT. Yeah, I sent you guys that. And she was just like, whatever you guys, you know, and I told her what we're doing. We're doing neurofeedback and we do, you know, and, and we do do, and we're starting the detox process as well. So there are other things behind right, it. Because now you're moving up, right? Yeah. You're moving into your phases. And, you know, one of the other things that happened to him, right? So his speech is better. He's yes. way more alert and connected. Yes. The hyperactivity is everything. Right. Yes. The hyperactivity yes, he was going one of, Honestly. Okay. So we did the spring concert right before school got out and we would have never been able to do that a couple of years ago, like at all. Some of the things that, you know, we just avoided, but he's, he did so amazing. And he stood up there and honestly, he was one of, the most regulated kids on that stage. And amazing, amazing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know what would have happened? Like, you know, if you're listening or watching and you're, you're like, oh my God, that's my story. Because this is what happens. This is what happens every day to kids. And um, this is why I'm so grateful that you're here because it gives people that permission to be like, darn it. My inner voice told me that. But yeah. you didn't do the meds and look at the change, yeah. right? You right. are actually able to change his brain. Meds 
affect your brain. They do not change your brain. There are other options. I'm not saying they're easy. I'm not saying they're quick. They are a change of your lifestyle, your family lifestyle. And so many things, right? Being more present, more connected is learning change, you know. Is this you? Homework struggles, short attention spans, calls from the school, a snarky attitude. But what if there was a simple, tasty way to help? Meet Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. This delicious elixir fuels young minds, promotes calmness and concentration. Put the joy back into your family life and learning with Neurotastic. Go to drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. That's D-R-R-O-S-E-A-N-N.com forward slash magnesium to get on our wait list for the Neurotastic early founders specials that you'll just never see again. That's drrosanne.com forward slash magnesium. Talk about his karate class, because these are the things that I think are the game changers. Like, yeah. I don't even know about the spring concert. Thank don't you for bringing it up, because Zach wanted me to make sure to mention that. <laughs> so, <Okay>. we started, <laughs> so we started karate right after we had left your office, because I know you had recommended something like that. And I was like, oh, what a great thing for him to do. So when he first started karate, I didn't think it was going to last at all. We were... It was it was very hard for him to focus and and stay focused for that forty five minutes. But now now like within nine months, he is leading the karate class. Like yeah, and that I some things have just blown my mind literally. So yeah, it, it's, I mean that's it's, truly incredible, you know. And I think everybody should be in karate or swimming yeah. or any of those self regulatories and you know it things, but. He then now has the confidence boost, right? The awareness to know where his body is and feel good about himself. And, you know, and so it's been like for you, I know you said neurofeedback was the single greatest shift. It was the thing that had the greatest impact. Um, And it had the greatest impact because you are doing things, including diet. And also, I have to say, as challenging as some of these behaviors are in the sense that he's a very pleasant kid, but you had to worry about danger. You had to worry about all those other things. You do a, such a great job of trying to be as present, as calm as possible, which I think is one of the hardest things of this whole journey. It you know, is. It, it's taken a lot, I think, to get to that. I think you have to be calm yourself otherwise because they regulate off of you. So That's if right. you're up here, they're going to meet you up there and it, it's not going to be good. You can, <laughs> they can meet your anxiety or they can meet your calm. The choice is yeah. there. Yeah. And, and I always feel like when you're having a rough day, which is okay, but if you're living like that, it's just going to be more of that, mm-hmm. right? So do what you can to put your own oxygen mask. And it's definitely helpful that you had to support it, you and your husband or on the same page yes. um, and you have a mom who supports yes. you too. Yeah. Yeah. So you have an outside family member. My mom always supported me when I made some choices that like people abandoned me. She was like, no, right. That is the right yeah. choice. Exactly. So even outside of her, you know, again, my mother wasn't trained. It's sort of, you have to look at what's in front of you and you have to listen to your gut. Uh, I certainly think that's one of the greatest 
gifts you can give to your kids is to listen to their gut. They will, they will be good decision makers, regardless of what happens when you do that. So during this journey, we're now at this next phase where you're doing deeper work, detox, because you then are so excited and you're like, Dr. Rowe, what else can we do? So I, of course, sent you to one of my favorite practitioners and you're starting to look at what is actually going on at a cellular level. Are there infections? What's happening in the gut? And yeah. talk about some of that. Yeah. So we started, I think we started doing detox baths over a year ago. So that was just a very simple thing that I found following some other uh, doctors as well. And it's just a bentonite clay bath. And we do those. And that seems to help detoxify his body um, because I do, he does have a hard time detoxing. And then, I mean, we've also, I forgot to mention, we do supplements as well. So we started supplementing like at two and a half. The yeah. Omega-3 was the first one. And that like turned on a light bulb for him as well. It's, a, it's so, unbelievable what the Omega-3 Magnesium right. and omega are amazing. Um, and then, yeah, so we just started doing that. And then we do other baths like baking soda, uh, magnesium salts, things like that. And yeah, I think that's kind of like where we started. And then now we're in the detoxification. So now we're adding things. We're doing homeopathic to get rid of some of the things that were going on inside of his body um, that we had no clue about. Even even when we pulled tests, just your regular standard tests, That's right. um, they didn't come up until we did the blood work, until we really went deep. And now we're, you know, we're detoxifying and and doing all of that. So. <laughs> right. Because you didn't do yeah. sprinkle therapy. You were like, wait a second, this is working. This is working. Or sometimes it's a road that something isn't working that really pushes you to look a little, what's stopping that from working? It should work. Right. Um, and so what happened is you then realize, and just know that all of us have viruses, bacterial, often parasites, things that affect our system. And, mm-hmm. and it depends on the balance. So when there's symptoms, when things, the ecosystem of our body is out of whack, we do need to dig deeper because we know that inflammation from infections and toxins affect the brain and behavior. So and there isn't a psychiatric medication to fix that. That requires a different kind of care. And it could be detoxing. It could be herbal it could be homeopathy, could be different ways to address it. And there are many qualified naturopathic or functional physicians and practitioners all over the world. I mean, that's one of the best things that's happened in the last 10 years. 10 years ago, for me, I had like three people I could refer to. Now we can find people and in certain states like yours, it's not as easy. But <laughs> I know. They're moving. They're moving. And like my southern states and my middle states, it's not always easy. But there are more and more practitioners. You can always work with people remotely, which is amazing. So in this process, you're you're continuing your journey and you're now realizing you've had a lot of big shifts. Now you're trying to dig and, and yeah. get keep moving at at a more micro level because 
the micro is, I always say, where the macro happens. We can get yeah. 5% from here and 5%. And I love that because a lot of times people give up. They're like, wow, I'm 25% better, but the potential is for 100% or 80%. So why wouldn't we just continue? And it often requires lifestyle changes. It does. And that is that is the hardest, the hardest part of yeah. it all. I mean, especially, you know, when it comes to birthday parties or things like that, like, you know, where we're, we're bringing our own cupcake, we're bringing our own. Right. It's not easy, but no. I no. see the bigger picture. I'm trying to stay focused here and like, okay, this is the bigger picture. So if I can implement these things into his life right now, so when he does get older and wants to make those choices, hopefully he'll be able to recognize that inside of his body and, and go, okay, maybe I shouldn't be eating that, you know? So, yeah. so and, and, and I'm going to tell you as an eight mom of an 18 year old and have a lot of kids that are in this journey mm-hmm. when it's done, right. They do take charge of it. They usually explore and then they realize how they feel and then they continue to make better choices. So, yeah. you know, I love that. I love that. And I'm like, well, how do you feel, Max, when you, you know, do this? And he he's really not supposed to have dairy. And he goes, I feel angry. So I was like, what are you supposed to do? And he's like, well, I'm not going to have it. And like, I came home last night and they ordered pizza, gluten-free pizza, and he had dairy-free cheese on it. And I was like, please tell me this is dairy-free cheese because I'm going to eat it. And then I don't want to get sick. And he's like, no, that's really dairy-free cheese. And I was like, wow, that's really good pizza. I don't, you know, the evolution is amazing. So around here, it's, I think it's catching on in the world, but. Yeah, that's like, Ethan had the same thing too with dairy. It was anger. It, anger. It was, it was the strangest thing. But when we removed dairy, that went away completely. Yeah. And again, you made the connection and you didn't ignore it. And mm-hmm. I want to empower people to make that connection and don't look for your pediatrician to make that connection for you. They're not going to have it. They don't. Yeah. Now you understand they haven't taken a course in nutrition. And, yeah. you know, we have immediate action allergies, and then we have delayed response allergies that can cause inflammatory responses. And unless you're going to a functional provider who's looking at IgG and IgM, you're just not going to to see that. So we all have food sensitivities. We all do. And some of us have true allergies, you know, so I can't have dairy. As I mentioned, I'm literally sick for like a week, Tiffany, like Mm -hmm. I'll get an ear infection. Yeah. Yeah. So it's easy. It's yeah. easy because I'm grateful that I get sick from it because I'm not going to do it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, Ethan's at this place where he really has shifted and, you know, we're call, we're talking about treating symptoms, not the diagnosis and healing the brain. And he doesn't have any diagnoses, no. which is amazing. Wow. And he's probably never going to have a diagnosis because he keeps moving forward. And, you know, and this for me, this is like just been such an inspiring conversation because you, again, are just somebody who you and your husband trusted yourselves and you just blazed your own trail and and found the right path and adopted a, a family lifestyle, which truly is the hardest part. Just like you yeah. said, like. Here, when I went to birthday parties, because I'm Italian, you can't tell me not to bring food. So I'm always going to bring something. But I would bring cupcakes for everybody. And every single time, Tiffany, 100% of the time, they would eat my cupcakes and not the other stuff. Yeah. So it was really <laughs> funny, you know? So if I knew the person, yeah. I did that and I asked. And But if 
I didn't, you know, like I, I would just bring enough, like a few. Um, but it is like the shifting from when my kid is, I have an 18 year old and almost 13 year old, just even that five, six year difference. It's just so common for kids to have stuff now and people to be more aware of it. So that is makes it easier. When people, you know, and the people that are here and and also feel inspired, you know, what would you say to, you know, a mom, a dad, a caregiver, an uncle, whoever's here who are considering natural solutions? What would you say to them? Well, I I guess the first thing is that um, keep an open mind. You know, I think that's the biggest thing in this whole journey is just... Go with your gut instinct. If something feels off, it probably is. Don't wait. There's so many different things. Just go with that gut instinct for sure and dig deeper. Reach out to people and talk to people. Um, Not just your circle of friends either, because a lot of times those people will be the ones, you know, that maybe aren't in your shoes, in your situation. So um, just dig deeper. Yeah, definitely. Good advice, too. And there are Facebook groups. There are Mm -hmm. call-up providers. Ask around, you know, different ways to look for things. But if you're picking a provider, make sure they're aligned with your value system wherever they are. Because if you're somebody who wants meds and you really want meds, don't go to somebody like me. Because that's never where I'm going to direct you. The only time I've ever recommended meds, honestly, is when somebody is really not treatment compliant. But in a rare, rare case, if somebody's bipolar and I'm like, uh, and and I still believe there are ways to treat it without meds, but sometimes people need lithium salts and things like that. And that's so on a rare occasion, it is part of the picture. But I would say that I could count those people on my hand to do that. So you hopped on an airplane and came here and you, you again, like such a privilege to support you and be on this journey with you and know like Thank all you. the actions you right. did. Right. No, honestly, all the actions you guys did. Cause you, I only do tell you what to do. You have to actually do it. You know, <laughs> um, we are consistent with that neurofeedback too. Yeah, you, are. Like, you know, like sometimes you have to chase people it. around and you're like, <laughs> Where's Dr. Rose new protocol? Like, you know, you're like, you know, like I'm like, oh, it's Tiffany, I better get it done. You know, like <laughs> they assigned me a project task, you know. I'm like, All right, I got it. So um, no, I'm on top of things. Right. But um for people that are considering to be part of our brain behavior reset program, what would you say to somebody who's like, can I do this? Should I do this? What would you say to somebody? Yeah, I I would definitely just do your research, look into it. Just again, keep an open mind. And um, there's so many other things you can do besides just taking a pill or, you know, just keep an open mind and definitely look into it. Um, I think neurofeedback has been the icing on the cake for us. Um, I don't see us quitting anytime soon. <laughs> um, and, and that's our choice. Like it's not, you know, Ethan's responding so well with it. Uh, yeah. Just give yeah. it a try. It's and so I think people, perfect. Tiffany, get stuck in inaction because mm-hmm. they don't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, um, nobody's local. I don't know this. I already went to a provider and all I think we're saying is don't let one thing that didn't work stop you from continuing your journey. You just haven't found the right person. And you might have to check under the hood. Like QEG brain maps are transformative. 
You know, they really can tell you in the hands of a highly skilled person who is actually a mental health provider. There are other providers who do it, including chiropractors and things. They're not going to be able to tell you on that brain map and connect it to behavior. You have to be an expert in kids behavior or if you're an adult, somebody who has that experience. So find a provider who really is an expert Mm -hmm. in that area. I think that's the difference. So. This has just been an amazing conversation. I thank you so much, Tiffany, because you're really teaching people about how to trust their instincts, how the magic is in the micro, which I'm always talking about. And that's how the macro change happens. And you have changed your child's life. And for people that feel like, I don't know where to start, I don't know what to do. And I always say, you know, just pick one thing. Just pick one thing. Maybe it's doing swap outs in your diet. Um, we're going to be spending, you can always go to our free Facebook group, drrosanne.com forward slash group. It's free. It's all about natural solutions. You can explore my website. You can grab the it's going to be okay. I have lots of low cost solutions, but you got to start and put one foot in front of the other. And that's how you on the brain and create happy families. I'm so grateful. And I know that you'll always be in contact with me. And I love to see what happens to these kids and how amazing their lives can be. And I know that, you know, know that what you've done not only is making a difference in your own family, but now you're going to positively impact tens of thousands of people by sharing your story. So thank you. Thank you for having me on. And and thank you for just this amazing opportunity to share with other people. So I I hope that it helps. And it will. So thank you. Parenting is so hard and there are many ups and downs. And you know what? Sometimes in this crazy journey of trying to find help, you just need to become the CEO and take charge so your child's brain and behavior can get better naturally. Naturally. 